Hi guys and welcome back to Getting It Off with Chamaka, a podcast channel centered on straight from the heart issues, discussions and interviews on selected topics and also through the lens of navigating life as a young adult. Welcome back to another episode of Getting It On With Chamaka. How is everybody doing? It's been a minute of you hearing my voice. Um, this week, I posted something, a recording that I did somewhere, an event that I went to, you know. So I figured, you know, well, it's not like I figured anyways, but like I haven't spoken um, from the heart for a while now and yeah i know i know but anyways let's get into it so how is everybody doing thank you so much for the support on the um two last episodes that i posted thank you i was literally surprised that the one on trauma actually got a lot of views i don't have many many views but it just makes me excited when i see a little bit more of what i usually see after a post has gone up in like a week or so in fact sometimes a month but anyways um i'm just really happy about that so guys i feel like i've got a lot of things that i want to say i I don't even know where to start from I was, I was going to say, okay, let, let this be like rants. I just say different things and make comments on them. But then I was like, no, that's going to be bulky. And um, that will, you know, some persons wouldn't even go for that listening to get all the rants. And I was like, you know what, let me just take it one like step at a time so that I don't blab. So a lot has been happening in the last weeks and um, some are very amazing, some are not. Um, and when I sound like this, just know that the hospital is back uh, to normal and here is me, I mean, here am I having a lot of experiences and my mind is just blowing. I want to get them out. But anyways, um, I think this is like one week, three, well, I think a week and some days now that doctors um, resumed work. Um, they've been on strike for close to two months because um, of payments and all that, you know. It's a constant thing they do, but this time around, I don't know if the government has listened to them or if their conditions have been met, but whatever it is, for two months, the hospital, government hospitals, let me put that, um, were literally cold, empty. Like, normally, when I started working at the hospital, as early as seven, everywhere is packed, like cats everywhere is packed, like human beings everywhere, like every section of the hospital have human beings there, sitting down, standing, all waiting for their turns and everything. So while doctors were on strike, it was just consultants who 
come in and just see if there's something that needs to be done and i was walking i was walking by the antenna tower one day during the striking days and i heard one of the staff tell another staff not a pregnant mother anyways that um, at this point they can't do anything so they are actually referring pregnant women to find alternatives <sighs> like my heart broke that day I, I was very sad i was like what like so there's not even a guy need to help this women deliver and then maybe stand by consultant and surgeon just in case and things get a bit difficult and um, cs is like the getaway it really broke my heart but then i was faced with the reality doctors were not coming you know it was just the consultants and when they come they literally come when their secretaries have like a couple of people who really need attention that was how i saw it because i remember one time a lot of pregnant men waited for a particular doctor um before he came so it's it's really been difficult for for pregnant people but anyways so now doctors are back everywhere is packed guys it feels like people were literally just waiting for the bell to come up and then they just start leaving their houses because every day i go to work now everywhere is packed and i'm like what what's going on and then I, I discussed briefly about it with my dad and my dad is like yeah it feels more like they were all waiting for hospitals to resume and then they start coming and i'm like no it's it's just so bad now i'm going to prepare my mind to get used to walking out through the emergency when i'm going back home and there's serious emergency or someone that was brought in dead like this evening i was literally just walking out through the emergency and i see someone in the car from the way things were since the person is either unconscious or the person is dead already i'm like chamaka you know what brace yourself up because more of of this you know is going to happen <clears throat> during the striking days i went upstairs and like I said, everywhere was empty, right? Children's ward was quiet, female surgical, female medical, everywhere was quiet. Today I went upstairs because I wanted to see um, a member's mom that is not feeling well. Um, well, I, I wasn't able to meet her. And everywhere is filled up. Everywhere is filled up. Babies crying. I don't like passing the children's word actually. I don't like to follow that section. That's one section that I rarely follow because I look at babies having um um uh they're having these drip lines on their hands with like pla um carton things to support the placements and everything and them crying. Bro, that's enough. <laughs> but yeah, the hospital is back and yeah if i'm if i keep going i'm going to keep saying more so i'm just going to stop there on that aspect so on sunday on the 10th of october it was um 
World Health Mental Day. I think that's how it's said. Yeah. And you know that day, it happens that when I came back upstairs that evening, I just felt like posting something on Instagram. And then I was like, you know, I'm going to give a detailed gist on the pod. Um, if anyone has been following me, you realize that I actually do some of my recordings in the bathroom. So, some people have light, but some people are not recognizing that there is light. And because of that, I had to close the window because of the noise. So, it was getting a bit suffocating. So, I'm like, you know what? Just in case you're hearing any background noise, just bear with me. These are the um, early stages or struggles of a rookie, you know. But things get better anyway. So, like I was saying, it was health, um, World Mental Health Day on Sunday. And, you know, something just came to my mind. I was like, oh. I had a flashback, literally. And I was like, oof. So, I shared a little bit of it on Instagram. So, I'm just going to give you a full thing now. I'm sorry if I sound too British. But, <laughs> sometimes when I talk for long, I think I sound different. I'm not complaining, but whatever. So, um, back in 2019, during my master's days, um, okay, prior to even going for my master's, you, you will agree with me if you're in Nigeria and listening to me that um, when you, some people hear mental health, the first thing in their mind is like, ah, this one uncle, this one mado, this one, this one, blah blah blah. But basically, like a person has gone cuckoo, so literally the person can assimilate like a normal human being. So you wouldn't blame them, you know. Back then there were not like very much information about what mental health meant. In, in the actual sense, it's not necessarily that you are mad. So, um, you know, as the year go by, you know, change is constant, really. It is constant, and there is no way you argue with me and I'm going to listen to you and what you say is not. So, as the year go by, um, there are more sensitization and people are beginning to understand what mental health meant. I mean, English. So, I wasn't part of those that saw mental health as far someone is mad mad. But I really didn't get it, like in the true sense. Um, so, I can just say that I wasn't properly informed. But then, so I went for my masters, you know, I had my struggles, bro, I had my struggles in you know. Um but what I know the, the one thing that I shared on that on my on my Instagram was one that caught it for me. Like that was me having a, a mental breakdown. I had a mental breakdown, I had a meltdown. I <laughs> So, it was when my dissertation results came out. I hoped so much for my dissertation and 
the results. It was one of my courses that I put in a lot of work. Plus, I got a lot of my resources from a PhD student who um, was almost done with his. And then my topic for my dissertation was just a little bit of what he was writing on for his thesis. So, you know, I put in a lot of work, you know, I was really hoping for the best for my dissertation because my first grades were not really were not really good let me not make it sound fancy but my grades were not really good so i was hoping on my dissertation score to kind of boost me so that morning um see if you're studying abroad you need to get yourself prepared i mean once they say results are out results are out is in your mail whenever you're ready open it and check what you have you know so we, we got into class that morning prior to that day some people were already rumoring that um, results were going to be ready anytime soon and then coming the next day i didn't like checking my results <laughs> so coming to the class the next day everyone was like have you seen your results have you seen your results so that conversation is going on i'm like bro okay you know, I was I was excited, I was kind of cold at the same time, you know. And then my friend was like, check it, go, go ahead, just check it, don't worry, you'll be fine, everything will be fine, you know. And then I'm like, okay, you know what's going to happen? You're going to help me check, you know. Then I told her, I can't remember how I told her specifically, but I was like, if it's so, 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 do this sign. If it's this, do this sign, and then I'm going to get it. You know, she opens my profile. I give her my password, obviously. She opens my profile. And then she... Immediately came up. Her face changed. I was like, oh my god. No way. No way. No way. That was the beginning. And then she starts to talk to me like it's not that bad. You know, blah, blah, blah. I was like, don't worry. I saw it, guys. Um, Like I said, we're in class. I was trying to control myself. And when I sat down in the EMC out there, I was lost. I was confused. I wanted to scream. I wanted to shout. I just wanted to budge into the lecture and like, what? What happened? What happened to my dissertation? Like, what was it? What was it? I thought you said I was beginning to write well. <sighs> but I didn't do all that just understanding what was in my head at that point i just had a lot of questions i know my dad came to my mind i just i, I just couldn't help myself so one of my other friends noticed that i was unusually like me being outside was becoming too unusual it wasn't normal and then she stands up and she came out and she figured something was up with her babes and you know, she, she she did her bit of concerning and all that. Um, she took my hands, walked me inside. She literally wanted me to sit down with her. <laughs> so I sat down with her. You know, she was petting me like a baby and everything. The lecturer even asked, is Ruth okay? She, she's like, yeah, she's, she's all right. She'll be all right. But I, I was still suffering so much. I couldn't concentrate and everything. And then... She took me. Then one of my other friends followed. She's like, don't worry that it's okay. She missed the class and just came to be with me, you know. They took me, tried to talk to me, started crying out. 
you know they've never seen me emotional they've never seen me cry or they've only seen me as this very jovial girl you know she's she's weird quiet but like i have my moments you know so seeing me in that state was very shocking and you know very emotional for them as well so they just held my hands we're walking slowly i didn't know where they were taking me to i didn't even have i didn't have strength to ask them where they were taking me to but i just felt safe you know so um when i saw where they were headed i was like okay is this no um admin admin office you what they keep it to we went in and um it turns out that admin and guide and the counseling units were together like there's a way you keep buildings if you're studying it like that so i'm talking about there's a way their buildings are and then they they do well with um, sectioning places so i walk in i sit down and many the ladies saw my face she's over like are you okay are you all right what's wrong you know my friends are talking on my behalf and everything and then the lady starts to go up and down and calling the council and the counselor and everything i think she was a counselor but she was staying downstairs for someone maybe the lady stepped out so she had to make calls for the lady to uh, come back so she can you know see me privately <sighs> so it was time and i went upstairs and we had conversation and it was so so smooth for someone that was in a terrible state she asked me questions calmly she was really you know she she was really vested in trying to get me out of the mood she was asking me what were my expectations what were my challenges what how do i feel like I, you know asking me really personal but yet you know questions that actually help you to ease off it's not easy when you're in a bad state that someone is trying to talk to you but bottom line the conversation really helped in a way although i mean at the end of the day just like you're, you're talking to someone doing all the best advice you can give the person but i used to tell people at the end of the day it's still going to be between them i mean i got the best care i got the whole thing but nobody knew what i would do when i went back to my room you know <sighs> so after that incident my eyes really opened because I was not recognizing my mental state. I was now very open to what, you know, taking care of your mental health was. You know, a little thing can trigger guys, and if you, if it's not taken, if it's not properly taken care of, it can escalate, and that's where you find all these um, young people being suicidal, people going into full-blown depression. I'm going to talk about my own personal experience of depression but i don't want to put so much things here but yeah so when you after that incident i was like wow this is actual mental health these are things that will happen and we take it for granted or we meet parents or people who are you know, in charge of like taking care of us and rather than bringing us close, you know, to have that conversation with us and reassuring us and kind of um, making us understand that it's not our fault, you know, that we've done our best, the, um, the reaction is often very different. And even 
when you get shouted on and all those harsh treatments, you still feel down. Now it just it now occurred to me that all those times we felt down was actually our mental health like being in a terrible state. We were finding it hard to smile, we were finding it hard to associate, we had low self-esteem, you know. You know, I struggled after that time. It made me sit up more. It made me more vocal because I was, I was, I'm, in fact, I'm still a shy person, but I think I now know how to manage it at, at least. I know when it's best to talk. So I was like, no, I can't continue to be shy. If I have any problem, I'm going to ask. I'm going to disturb as many people I, I can. I need to get better grades because after the dissertation was uh, our last semester and i was like no i've got to do i've got to get better grades like i need to do that well mental health is so important it's so so important if i didn't have such friends i wonder what i would have done to myself and it was so sweet that every time they would check on me, are you okay? If you need anything, let me know. You know? It was just really amazing that you've got people that care about you and they're looking out for you and, you know? And because of that single act of what they did, I mean, I had two of my friends, they tried. I know one wasn't staying in Buckingham, she was staying in Minty Kings. She stayed with me. She tr- she made sure I smiled before she took her bus. And the other guy was just being goofy. All they were just just trying to get me in a better state before they leave me. You know they were super sweet and encouraging and really looked out for me. I'm like, nah. And because of that act of kindness, guys, I don't joke with my friends. <laughs> Prior to that event, I don't even joke about like I I I will defend them. I, that was I was that close to them. So after that, the whole thing just you know intensified, and even till now, I'm just really grateful that whether we're close or whether we're far away from each other, where I've got to in Abuja here that we meet, you know, and it's really a safe space. I can literally just you know bust out. And at the end of the day, we just get around the whole thing. I mean, that's friendship, right? So then the other ones who are not Nigerians, and obviously not in Nigeria, if it gets so bad, we reach out and just try to clear our heads and everything. So taking care of your mental health is one thing that is paramount to your entire human life. You can't function if you're in a sad state. You can't get better better outcomes if your mind is not settled. If something is wrong with you, if you know you're withdrawing, a lot of things are going on with you. You can't even place it. You know, you feel drained. A lot of things, and it now makes sense why there's a lot of preaching about self love. Um, and I, I believe self love came about because. Um, you know, you find that you help people and they don't even give a damn about it. At the end of the day, they still have very, very ugly things to say about the help that you rendered to them. So I think people started to realize that 
the they are the, the people they try to help you know their reactions affect them and why would i do that and feel like this you know so why not i just love myself and do these things for myself and you know life goes on you know like they say so i think that was majorly where the talk about self-love started from and then this other thing we move like i said on my instagram we move is is a is a deep kind of affirmation i mean when i say it or when people say it i think we should say it with more more reverence because we move is a strong affirmation i mean you can't keep on staying in a particular state forever it gets to a point where <clears throat> excuse me it gets to a point where you need to move you need to move forward not backward and moving forward is not easy but saying that alone just really ignites you it just gives you that energy that yeah you're actually moving forward and because you want to move forward no matter what happens you're, you're going to keep marching that's how i see we move so you know that sunday it was it was emotional for me but then it just made me appreciate a lot of things and <clears throat> i've had my own mental back and forth since 2019 and after that experience and a couple more i just found myself in a place where i know how to handle myself whether i'm doing it quietly or I have a few persons that i eventually bust out to <laughs> I'm just happy that I've got friends that are never tired, you know. When it's just too much for me, I'm like, bro, I'm tired, you know. And we always just find a way to to get around it and just but good. We're growing adults, so sometimes certain things are really, really, really hectic for us and if we don't have self space, it's it's is it's even way difficult. So, in celebration of that world mental health, mental health is a continuous thing. It's a continuous journey. It's going to be. It's going. It's going to be something that it feels like it's a daily prayer. You wake up every day. You're checking yourself. You know. I think people should get to this point where, you know, you check yourself. You're like, I'm not okay. Something wrong. Because I know sometimes when my I feel very low. Sometimes I even get tired of feeling, I'm like, no, this is not me. I need to do better. Like, what can I do? And I'm trying to help myself. And especially for some of us who don't like to disturb people as well. We don't have to, like, die in silence, you know. You can actually speak to yourself. Yeah, speak to yourself. This is not me. I've literally felt really low. Really, really low. I didn't tell any of my friends. I was really tired. I was like, this is not Chabakana. I want to get myself back. I even got to a point that's better than that. I didn't tell my sister why I was in that state, but I just was like, this is not me. I want to get back to myself. And saying that, I just kept making efforts to, you know, get myself better. And there are a lot of a lot of things I also did. I listened to music, good stuff about that later. Um, I prayed, you know, I tried to be calm within, I tried to reduce my overthinking regard, I overthink sometimes, or overthink, I know, not excessively though. So I tried to cut a lot of things and increase some more positive things to help me. And you know, it's not easy trying to get yourself back, oh, hey, hey, 
is a struggle. So that's why saying remove is a strong affirmation and people should actually take it serious. So if you don't want to get people involved when you're having a low time, I think you should, you know, take care of yourself. And taking care of yourself is just beyond eating or doing certain routines. Incorporate more things. Try to, you know, speak to yourself. Just keep doing that. Find other means to get better. I promise you, you are going to get better. But if you guess the point is overwhelmed, your, 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 the whole thing with making you overwhelmed is reach out to somebody. Yeah? Reach out to someone, talk about it. I understand that there is not everybody that you know you should open up to because people are snakes. People, people don't even know what to say sometimes, but that's why you need to be careful as well with who you're opening up to, you know. At the end of the day, all you want is you want help. But yeah, so I just felt like dropping that beat. I'm not here to tell you what mental health, what, what you should do, what you should not do. I'm just saying from my experience and just chipping, you know, something that I did or things that I did that helps me. Like if I'm feeling low now, I have a couple of things that I do. Sometimes I just, I just take cold. Staying cold would be I'm not posting online, not doing anything. I'm just trying to get myself, you know. I know one thing that I still struggle with is writing on my blog. Like, guys, okay, I think that that was a depression. Sometimes I want to write the stories in my head. Every I have got a lot of things that I'm not. I feel like some of the things on my blog are just on thought <clears throat> of the other things that I've not written yet. And it's so bad because. Well, the other factors contributing to that. I believe if I'm on my own, I will do more, but I'm not on my own. I've got a lot of things to do aside office work. So, but then I'm not, I'm not putting much, pre- I'm not putting any pressure on myself. I just do as I can, you know. So, but anyways, so I hope you find this helpful. Mental health is a priceless thing. You shouldn't trade it for anything. Literally anything that will stress you is ego. Hmm? Stop it. Okay? Every day is a continuous journey to our mental health. So instead of going backward, please keep moving forward. You're not alone. Yes. You're not alone. You are the best thing that has happened to the world. You are unique. You are beautiful. You are handsome. You are dynamic. You are great, you know, okay? So do not bring yourself in a place where you feel so little that you can't amount to anything, no. Okay, please. Mental health every day, always. Okay, guys, I'm going to stop here for now, and I'll catch you soon, okay? Take care of yourself.